this recording is taken from episode six of The Critic Narrated. I'm slightly dreading Spotify doing its annual roundup of what I've been listening to this year. I've had a strange one for music. Because I've been writing a book about the noughties, my choices have been, well, niche covers some of it, and a lot of the rest comes under the heading problematic. There was the week I spent listening to Sacred Trust on repeat while I was working on a chapter about reality TV. That pretty much guarantees I'll be 2021's top listener for pop stars losers one true voice, last heard of in 2003 when they split acrimoniously after releasing two singles. I know of someone who was identified as a top listener for a grime artist, summoned to a hotel by his PR and invited to a luxury pool party, so I keep being disturbed by vague fears of having to excuse myself from a one true voice fan get-together at a municipal pond. More shamefully, there was the R. Kelly interlude, which happened while the R&B star was being tried on and convicted of sexual offences involving underage girls this year. Throughout the noughties, Kelly's abuses were an open secret, a subject for scandalised laughter, while he continued to collaborate with music's best, brightest and ostensibly most feminist. Lady Gaga released a song with him in 2012, four years after he had been tried on child pornography charges and found not guilty when the alleged victim refused to testify. I listened to a whole bunch of R. Kelly while I was following that case and thinking about his protege slash child bride, the singer Alia, who died in 2001. There was a time when that would not exactly have been a chore. I rounded off plenty of early noughties nights out, grinding away to Ignition Remix, pretending I didn't know things I pretty incontrovertibly knew by then. In 2021, it felt squeamish and grim, voluntarily listening to a groomer do his grooming in plain sight. This, before anyone gets too overwhelmed with pity for me, is all my own fault. I love pop music. It's the first thing I ever imagined myself writing about, and now I get to do that. It means I have to spend my time listening to all the stuff I hate. Which is fine, but leaves me in something of a hole when it comes to identifying the music I've actually enjoyed. Sifting through 2021's releases, it turns out my favourite song is part of a strange arch project by singer-songwriter Angel Olsen. Olsen's previous records, which I've frequently adored, have all had the mesmerising delicacy of someone sharing something intensely, painfully personal. I lost my dream, I lost my reason all again, she keens on the devastating Unfuck the World from the 2014 album Burn Your Fire for No Witness. As the song ends, she repeats, I am the only one now, like the loneliest person in the world. This year, though, she released a collection of songs that firstly were not written by her and secondly pretty much defied you to take them seriously at first look. Isles is an EP of covers of 80 songs that I'd overheard walking the aisles at the grocery store, she explained in a press release, hence the title. There's Eyes Without a Face by Billy Idol, Safety Dance by Men in Hats, If You Leave by Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. These are not intense songs. These are not cool songs. These songs are, well, kind of lame. And the lamest of them all is Gloria, a 1982 disco hit for Laura Branigan. In Branigan's version, it's an unmodulated bray addressed to a mystery woman whose innocence is slipping away. Olsen slows it right down and turns it dreamy and haunted. It doesn't sound like the original, but it does sound very 80s, like something Julie Cruz might have made in her collaborations with David Lynch and Angelo Badalamenti. Olsen's aching vocals drifting gorgeously over the lazy drums and layered synths. 
My scepticism about Isles when I first heard about it was that this would be someone playing music they didn't really like, a grisly slathering of irony on top of something I was never going to enjoy anyway. But the point is that Olsen loves these songs, and she sings them without even a shadow of a smirk, so I love them too. The supermarket concept, which threatened to be a contrivance, turned out to be a lovely tribute to the happenstance by which music enters our lives. While the music I've sought out is increasingly stuff I wish I didn't have to hear, the music I've found by chance and fallen for has the added grace of being a joyful accident. Songs half caught on the radio and sought out with nothing but a memory of some nagging hook. Songs that were meant to be blared out across Ibiza dance floors, but that I heard in a provincial leisure centre as the wave machine crashed down on me. Music comes with so much baggage, and the more you know, the more baggage there is. Accidental music sidesteps that problem. It just arrives in your ears when you're doing something else, so you never get the chance to ask if you should like it before you find out that you do like it. I still have to listen to the bad stuff, but Isles is a reminder to slip my headphones off and let the unexpected in, too. Why not subscribe to have the magazine delivered to your door? Subscribe today, the current offer of five issues for £10 by heading to our website, www.thecritic.co.uk.